Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back, and this is day two. We are talking with all of you this week about how to get rich and stay rich, and we are really in the weeds on today's podcast, focusing on exactly what it's going to take for you to move past maybe some of your limiting beliefs about you actually becoming rich, and rich is where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money, and you can move towards a real focus on accumulating assets so that you can indeed become rich. So Julie, without any further delay, rule number five. Yes. Rule number five, understand that your level of wealth is the direct reflection of your service to others. I'm going to read that again because I know a lot of people take notes here. Understand that your level of wealth is the direct reflection of your service to others. So accept the fact that the more people you help accomplish their goals, the richer you will become and the more freedom you will experience. You will only become rich and free when you become of service to others. If you're not rich and free yet, well, develop a product or a skill set that others are willing to pay for and then multiply. You might say lather, rinse, and repeat. Make sense? It does. And so when you're rich and free in the economy tank, uh, you can buy assets at a discount. You can help people who might, uh, you know, I'm just thinking about as I'm reading your next point, you can help people who need help financially. We've been doing that a lot late, uh, lately yes, with have. some of the folks that we help. And the reality of it is, is that when you're rich and free, you can determine basically who you associate with. You can determine who you work with. You can determine where you live. You can determine, frankly, you'll have a lot more freedom of even how you think. That's the thing that's extraordinary that I don't think uh, it's impossible to fully explain to people the sense of real freedom that comes from not actually having to worry about where your money is going to come from when your money's working for you and you no longer have to work for your money. That is liberating in so many ways. And it's, I know there's a lot of, I think, myths out there about, well, you know, you see the worst part of people when they become really rich and all the rest of it. And I suppose that's true, but that's not been my personal experience. And I know it hasn't been Julie's either. Generally speaking, when someone is taking a long time to accumulate wealth to the point where they're rich and free, and it does take doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level over a long period of time. They are the exact opposite of jerks. <laughs> now, I know sure. sometimes people win the lottery and they haven't had time to grow into their financial situation, but you know, for the most part, none of you are going to be like that because it is going to take a long period of time of, of, you know, I think repetitious boredom and really a lot of, like I said, doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. And I want to reflect back on a quote I gave you guys yesterday People overestimate what they can do in 12 months and they underestimate what they can do in you know 20 years or 10 years or even five years. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. It will take longer than you think, but you can do it. Rule number six. Rule number six, rich is a choice and so is being poor. If you're not rich and free, it's because you're choosing to be poor and dependent. You are making that choice. Someone else has not made that choice for you. Obviously, some people were born on third base and act like they hit homers, but stop thinking that the vast majority of millionaires and even billionaires aren't actually self-made. Stop being in conflict with why somebody is rich. They're rich because they're providing something enough to other people to enough other people that those people are willing to pay for, thus producing enough profit that they are now rich. So 
I hope you understood the importance of that. It was so important, Julie and I repeated it again in Rule 5 and 6. There's a direct correlation to the number of people that you help accomplish their goals. And in your case, maybe, you know, it's selling homes, right? Vast majority of you are real estate professionals. There's a direct correlation between the number of people you help transact and the amount of essentially every abundance that you're able to experience in your life. It's a direct relationship. More people, then you obviously have more assets. You obviously are richer. Now, here's the question you have to ask yourself. Are it, what you're doing now, is it leading you to directly be in a, to help people, uh, you know, directly? Is it putting you in a position to be of service to others? I'm going to share with you guys a, uh, I think a Charlie Munger quote. He said, don't try to make yourself famous. Try to make the results that you get for other people famous. In other words, focus less on, and again, I know a lot of you, this is in conflict for a lot of you are being told about social media and whatnot. But focus less, if maybe not even at all, on becoming famous or well-known or an influencer. Focus more on being of service to people. Because what happens is, is when you focus on being of service to other people, what you will, by nature, become, frankly, famous in your community, maybe, um, in your own backyard. And that's great. That would be a high level of success for many of you if you became famous as the person to go to when someone wants to transact. That is really what your mission should be, not the other way around. And I'm going to, again, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit more truth on what the point mm -hmm. I'm trying to make with you guys. The reality of it is, is a lot of you are believing that you have to make yourself look and appear uh, like you're successful opposed to actually being successful. And now what's happening? People are conflating the word reputation with brand or that, that type of thing. There, people are telling you, you need to work on your brand. Your brand's the most important thing. Brand, brand, brand. But they're trying to convince you, and some of you have been convinced that with your brand is going to become a reputation. Those two things are not the same. A reputation is something that it takes you a long time to build. A brand is nothing more than advertising and marketing. Oh, I offended some of you, but let me prove it to you. If you stopped media, uh, your social media efforts, those of you who are you know, working on becoming famous and then from the fame, everyone will want to do business with you. Isn't that what you've been told? So if you stop doing the advertising or the marketing or the social media creation, if you just stop doing your videos, if you stop doing all that stuff, how fast would people forget your name? Instantaneously. That's advertising. How fast will people forget your name when you have a stellar reputation? Never. That lasts generations. So don't believe that you can buy your way into having a stellar long-term reputation. You have to earn that. And again, it goes back to the point I made a second ago. You know, you overestimate what you can do in 12 months and underestimate what you can do over a long period of time. So please keep these, in mind, these thoughts in mind because it really will save you a lot of anguish. That's right. So our rule was about making a choice, right? Rich is a choice, so is being poor. So the rest of this rule is that if your primary aim is your immediate safety and security and two weeks off for vacation, and that's the only contribution you're willing to make, in other words, minimum effort to maintain minimum comfort, or if every waking moment is seeking comfort, then you have chosen to be dependent, maybe not consciously, but certainly subconsciously. You've chosen to be a slave to your own limiting beliefs. The Social Security Administration states that 95% of people retire being dependent either on the government or a family member. So don't be part of that. Building wealth is more than just making good commissions. You need a strategy to generate and retain that money. And you need a system to ensure that you're on track to building massive wealth. We've all met people who have come into money but squandered their wealth. So don't let that be you. It's a good point. This is a good time to... Um let all of you know, 
I'm sorry, but I'm just uh, awash with Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett quotes. <laughs> That's okay. Today. They're good quotes. Right. I just thought of one from uh, Warren Buffett as you were reading that point. Uh, Warren said that Americans love to celebrate the comeback story where, you know, the business owner made it, lost it, made it, lost it. Yeah, there's movies and books written about that, right? That is sort of interwoven into the uh, American, I think, uh, ethos almost is that there's, you know, we're all about the comeback story and that's fine. That's great. But Warren said he likes to celebrate the business owner, the entrepreneur that created their wealth and created their business and never lost it. In other words, you don't have to suffer um, essentially big swings in your, uh, you know, your life spectrum. You don't have to go from great health, bad health. You don't have to go from great relationships, bad relationships. You don't have to go with, go from great levels of success to bad levels of success. That's what, or low levels of success. That's what most people think. That's the cycle of life. You know, oh, you've had a great year, Bob, but you know, next year is probably going to suck. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what some people want you to believe and think? It doesn't have to be like that. You can actually create ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life. And it's essentially just you leaning into the fact that it's a system. It's a process. It's doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Um, the best businesses, and this isn't just real estate, it's businesses in general, are boring businesses. You want a boring business. You want a business that's like clockwork. You want a business that's essentially predictable and duplicatable. That way you create consistent profit. That is ultimately then with that profit, you can reinvest that. You can pay off debts, obviously, and then you can reinvest that. And with the reinvested money, then you can live off the cash flow from those investments. And by the way, we're very much looking forward to getting to, into uh, all the ways that we all suggest you do that. And those points are coming. That's right. So learn how to leverage your real estate earnings into a portfolio that gives you financial independence and the ability to live the lifestyle of your dreams with the strategies that we've been talking about. We're going to talk about more of this on the rest of today's as well as tomorrow's podcast. But, you know, everybody that you guys listen to or are trained by, there's a lot of focus, of course, on how to make your commissions in the first place. And, of course, you have to do that in order to have anything to invest with. But this podcast series makes the assumption that you have taken the steps to have predictable and duplicatable income. So when we talk about investing, we're assuming that you've done that hard work. Now, if you're deer in the headlights and you're thinking, well, gosh, I've got to get to that first stage first, that's where coaching comes in. That is what we drill down on. That is what we focus on. Right. So we are moving on. And now the rule number seven is really important. Rule number seven, actually, when we are in Florida, we asked the audience this question. And other, and other than podcast listeners, uh, none of them knew the answer. And they gave us all the normal answers that people give. So the question is, is real estate professionals, real estate agents, what is your product? right? You have to have a product. What is it that you create? You know, think about it. A pie maker makes pies. A candlestick maker makes candlesticks. If Apple makes iPod. You guys get the you point, know. right? Yeah. So what is your product, listeners? Your product is, a lot of you will tell me, sold houses, happy customers, centers of influence and past clients. You don't know what your product is. It's confusing. Your product is one simple thing. This message is not for everyone, I realize, but for those of you uh, who this message is for, you're about to hear something that's really going to give you a lot of clarity. Your product is profit. That is your product. Your product, what your business is supposed to produce, and by the way, this is true for every business, but your product is profit. It's not just more sold homes. It's not just big numbers. It's just, just plaques and awards and all these other wonderful things that are all part of a successful real estate practice. But the real litmus test, the real essentially product that you are producing is profit or you're not producing profit. And what a lot of agents have done is they build these businesses and teams and brokers are especially, uh, they're definitely suffering from this the most. 
they've built all these, you know, these businesses with all these people and all these transactions and these units and these vo- all this volume, but they have no profit. And if the market takes a step back, they go negative. And if they go negative too many months, let alone quarters in a row, then they go broke. And that's the unfortunate truth that a lot of agents have set themselves up for. And they're not realizing that until, frankly, the change in the, the market shift that we've been experiencing for about the past 18 months. That's really where people learn that they've been following a business model where product what, profit was not their product. So make it a choice that profit is your product. All right, Julie, we have time. Let's go on to point or part two or yes. rather. And this is now part two. The first part, just to remind all of you, if you've not listened to this, um, the first part were the rules. I got to remember the order in which we did this. Where are the order of which we did this? There were titles if you're. you're yeah. So the first one, um, I'm not remembering actually. Go up a little bit. The title you talk wide. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Sorry guys. Okay. So part one was seven rules for wealth building. That's, That's right. what we just finished. I didn't go high enough up. That's okay. And now we're <laughs> moving on to rule number. I'm sorry. Part number two. And the part number two is eight rules for creating your wealth building machine. Thank you. You got it. Yes. So eight rules for creating your wealth building machine, AKA your business. All right. Your goal is to create a system and machine whereby you don't have to work for money. Your money is working for you. And that's what being rich is. In order for that to happen, you have to have consistent cash flow. And I'm just going to assume that vast majority of you are focusing on having cash flow from your real estate business. And so that you have to create a business that is going to have consistent cash flow uh, and that way, from that consistent cash flow, you have consistent profit. And from that profit, then you can start reinvesting it uh, systematically. And tomorrow, probably, we're going to share with you more ideas about that. So rule number one, Julie Harris. Rule number one is to build a profitable business in the first place. Remember, our previous point was your product is profit. So you have to learn to build a profitable business. Your business must maintain at least a 50% profit margin. When your product is profit and you take that profit, you can then reinvest it to create passive income. And that passive income is what makes you rich. So as Tim just said, build a boring business. Boring is great. It's predictable. It's profitable. It's duplicatable. It's one of the first questions the coaches ask is what is already working for you? And you know, if you had a bunch of you had a few past clients that you got deals from, but you don't have a past client system. Imagine what you would get when you did it on purpose and systematized. Boring, predictable, profitable, and frankly, duplicatable. So in order for that to happen, you're going to have to know a, a fundamental thing that we teach you in Premier Coaching. And that's really what your real estate magic number is. We're going to mention this going forward. So I just wanted to let all of you know what it is now so you can uh, you know, know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And this is very simple. I'm going to give you guys your ultimate real estate business model right now. And I want you to pay attention to how simple and elegant this is. And then you're not going to hear me mention anything about any of these other things that a lot of you guys focus all your energies on. I'm going to focus on one things, one thing, the number of listings you need at all times. And that's what Julie and I refer to as your magic number of listings. Here's the formula. And we did this again at this event we did in Florida. Most of the agents in that room, if they had five listings at all times, consistently five listings, their average commission, I think actually was higher than 10,000, but let's just use 10,000 as an example. Their markets in Florida were mostly still very much hot sellers markets. I know that's not the case across the country. So you have to just concept, understand conceptually what I'm presenting to you and then uh, fill out, do the real estate treasure map, which will give your, you your uh, magic number. And I'll tell you how to do that for free in a second. But if they have, I remember um, Amanda, for example, she needed five listings at all times. And if she had five listings at all times, on average, she's going to have at least two of those listings in contract, maybe even more, but just a minimum of two in contract. And you're not even counting buyers. 
That's right, just listings. That means she's going to, on autopilot, once she gets to and maintains five listings at all times, she's going to make uh, at least $20,000 a month. Mm -hmm. That's assuming she's not double-ending any of the listings, no, no buyers, nothing else. Just focusing on five listings at all times. you got to know what your magic number of listings is at all times. You have to know what that number is. And once you do, then I challenge you to think about anything else other than getting to and maintaining that magic number of listings because it is a simple, elegant business model. You wake up in the morning. You uh, have a, a morning schedule. We don't expect you to have a scheduled day. For two or three, maybe four hours a day, you're going to be doing things that are, you know, frankly, duplicatable, predictable, that are going to get you the desired income and outcome. You're going to focus on the number of listings you need at all times. You're going to figure out what that number is, and that becomes your business model. If you choose to add more complexity after you uh, have consistent cash flow, go for it. But here's the great news. You don't have to. Some of the most profitable agents in the country you've never heard of. They have no desire to be famous. Nope. They're very famous in their local markets because they sell a lot of houses. But what they focus on are the seller's needs primarily. And that is going to be what creates a predictable, duplicatable business. The thing that will burn you out faster than anything is buying buyer leads, paying huge referral fees, and building a buyer-based business. That is going to be something that you will never be able to be in control of. Why? Here's a little advanced lesson for all of you. It should be basic, but I know it's not. There's no such thing as a buyer that has to buy. There never has been, never will be. You can say 1031 tax exchange and you know even then the person can pay the taxes. But there is no example of a buyer that has to buy. A buyer can send you an email, text right now, say we decided to take ourselves out of the market. We're putting our house search on hold. Some of you had your hearts broken because of that. Mm -hmm. You've experienced that. Oh, the interest rates went this way. This, this happened. We're taking a vacation. We're going to whatever, whatever. Change their mind. That happens all the time. Buyers can always stay put. They can always stay renting. They can always stay living where they're living. Now, the other side of the equation. So you have a choice. You do, but you choose to focus your energies on people that, frankly, could change their mind at a drop of a hat, or you focus on the people that actually have to transact. And those would be sellers. I can give you dozens of examples. Now, getting past maybe twenty would be a challenge, truthfully. Yeah, but <laughs> but I, can, I can give you dozens of examples of sellers that have to sell. In other words, they cannot keep the property. They cannot keep it for a whole bunch of reasons that we teach you in Premier Coaching. So you have a choice. Do you focus on people that have to transact or do you focus on people that could change their mind? Why do so many of you focus on the buyers? Because they're easy to work with. It requires low skill, but you're paying with your life energy for that. Well, it's physical labor, isn't it? Whereas listings are mental labor, right? It takes Listings do take more skill. That's true. And that's a skill that's attainable for all of you, but it's the buyers. You ever thought about the fact that a seller doesn't have to actually qualify to sell, but a buyer, even if they were really motivated, still might not even qualify, even if they want to move. A seller doesn't care what the interest rates are. A nope. seller doesn't care what's going on in this, you know, breeze blows this way or that. A seller doesn't care if the Chinese are flying a balloon over Montana, <laughs> right. okay? Sellers just want to sell their homes. Buyers can change their minds. You guys... Please understand what I just told you and then lean back into the fact that your business can simply be working towards uh, building to and maintaining a certain number of listings at all times. If you have a high sale price, it might be three listings at all times. Sure. If you have a normal sale price, it might be 20 listings at all times. But that's where you get your leverage, guys. You don't get it from working buyers. You get it from being a listing agent. Now, we mentioned the, tre uh, the real estate treasure map. We mentioned the uh, magic number. We want to give all those things to you for free. And all you got to do is text the word Premier to 47. 372. Text the word premier to 47372. Go ahead and do that now. Text the word premier, P 
P-R-E-M-I-E-R to 47372. We'll text you back a link and you can join Premier Coaching, which does include a daily semi-private coaching call with one of our hair certified coaches. If you prefer, you can also just go to premiercoaching.com. Do that now. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. This is your your path forward in all markets, in all price ranges, in all market conditions. Premier Coaching is what you've been looking for. It is, frankly, the you know the the fog light and the the, the very dense fog that some of you are finding yourselves sure. in. It's the clarity and the simplicity that all of you desire, so you can focus on one thing, which is, frankly, you know, putting all your best efforts towards building a very profitable business. Oh, speaking of yes. which, I was going to mention this a second ago. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how many people in the audience we spoke to were surprised by this. But um, how many of uh, the average profit margin of a broker? I know. That was surprising. People gasped when we said it. So the average profit margin for a broker, guys, I want you to think about this. Ready for this? Ten, uh, sorry, 2% net. That's the average. That means half of them do worse than that. Yep. And in a market like this, many brokers are losing money. If you're in a broker, if you're a broker or a team leader and you're tired of having to figure out how to make it work, I have good news for you. The reality of it is, is you may, when you started in real estate, had your eyes set on a following a, at the time, what would have been a decent business model, but now the market conditions have changed. Everything has changed. And if you're still trying to make a business model work that won't work in this market, Frankly, it's going to make you broke. And that's an unfortunate truth that many of you are experiencing. So there's a difference between quitting and quitting while you're ahead. You can pivot. You And if, you're in a bro- if you are a broker or if you are a team leader, let's have a conversation about what you can be doing to move up in your real estate career by joining Julie and I at eXp Realty. So we've made it very simple for you. If you're just looking to gather intel, just text the letters EXP to 47372. Just text the letters EXP to 47372. Or you can text me to Directly, if you're ready to join, and a lot of you do this, and I appreciate it. If you've not yet chosen a sponsor at EXP Realty, then text me directly. Um, and Julie and I would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your EXP Realty sponsor. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. Yes, that is my real text number. Please do not call. Please do text. And all you got to do is just give me a little information about yourself in the text. And I will follow up. And a lot of you are, frankly, most of you are really shocked that it's really me and I follow up so fast. It's of course, when I they do. actually text, if this is the real Tim Harris, please text me back. I've That's had so texts funny. going back and forth like five or six times. Because people are, the funniest ones are where they think it's some sort of fancy AI bot. Right. That, you know, like, no, guys, we really do our own lead follow up. We, you know, we do what we teach you. That's to. right. One of our rules in our book, Harris Rules is furiously fast lead follow-up. And if, if the only time I'm not going to furiously fast text you back about EXP is frankly, if I'm recording a podcast with Julie That's right. or sleeping. Or talking to one of you. <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay. So one more rule and then we're going to uh, continue tomorrow. So rule number two, avoid lifestyle creep. It will kill your ability to build wealth. The worst creep happens within your business. So remember, if your personal overhead is already huge, it will be really difficult to be financially free to be rich. Until you're truly rich, monitor all of your expenses constantly. And we didn't mention from the previous point a couple of ways to monitor. Obviously, the magic number. It's called magic for a reason, guys. So that is your prevailing business matrix. How many active listings do you have? Again, get more on that from the treasure map. Now, those of you who have rentals, Rent Ready is a great app to monitor your rentals. Mint.com for your accounts and asset monitoring. None of this is expensive. All of it is easy to do, but you cannot be asleep at the wheel because you will get lifestyle creep. You'll get business expense creep. 
All you have to do is stop watching it for a month or two, and then you're surprised when you get that bill coming back. So. The, re the reality of it is, is where most of you are spending money without monitoring for results is not your Netflix uh, subscriptions, right? Or not how much money you spend at Starbucks. It is hilarious to me how many people think that their biggest areas of waste are in their personal lives. Never is. It never is. It's always yeah. in their businesses. And Julie and I have done so many uh, drill downs on so many of your spreadsheets very rare does an agent actually know how much their personal and business overhead is. But when you get into the numbers, you will find things that they're subscribed to, especially on the business side, that didn't make real sense in the first place, don't make sense now. So here's one of the rules. Don't do anything in a market like this, by the way, any market, but a market like this especially, that there is not a relatively short-term um, connection between the money you're spending and the effort you're putting in and the results that you're going to get in the form of a paycheck. Now, depending on your market, that might be four months or it might be 90 days. You guys get the point? Stop spending time trying to think that you're somehow going to magically build something that often the distant future is going to basically be a huge harvest for you. 99% of the time, you've been, you've been sold into a belief that that's going to work by somebody who wants you to continue to pay them and never is going to have an end uh, in, uh, point, right? In other words, how long is it going to take for this marketing and branding campaign to work? Oh, you just keep doing it. How long is this direct mail campaign going to take to work? Oh, you just keep doing it. Well, I've been doing it for 47,000 years. Oh, you keep doing it for longer. I heard a podcast this morning. I won't mention the name of the podcast or the agent that was being interviewed, okay? Uh-oh. But there was a really big ramp up. It was all about the YouTube channel plus this like Swiss Army knife of optimization that had been going on for like a year and a half or so. And there's all this, you know, I get so many leads and this and that and whatever. And finally, about 20 minutes through, the person interviewing this agent asked how many transactions that was. Okay, overall, ever was 15, and two had come from the Swiss Army knife of supposed optimization. And they certainly were all buyers. <clears throat> yes, and they were both buyers. Yeah. And that's somebody who had spent, uh, who knows, thousands of hours. 18 months. 18 months. Of working on this, tweaking it, et cetera. Okay. Right. And had the belief that it was working because, you know, there was a little bit of trackable business, but really like 15, 14 or 15 overall with only two in 18 months, that's not really predictable or duplicatable. It's definitely expensive and it definitely required a lot of waiting. So you're saying in 18 months of them creating all this, this YouTube content, they yeah. created two transactions or 15? 15 ever career-wide. Okay. okay. And only two ever from what I just described. Okay. I was confused. That's so they, okay. for, oh, this agent has only ever done 15 deals. Correct. And from this uh, thing they've done over the last 18 months. Um, okay. So there you go. And that's what we see all the time. And you, you'll be walking through or having conversations with these people that are trying to sell you into all this stuff. And because you lack business maturity, and I say that with love and respect, and because you don't have a way of really uh, monitoring whether or not somebody's trying to sell you malarkey or not, yeah. the reality of it is, is that they are going to be able to get you to believe that if you keep on spending money on time on whatever this is, that sometime in the distant future is going to be a harvest for you. And look, I don't want to go, uh, frankly, I don't want to lock horns with any of you who believe in marketing and branding because there is a place for it, but virtually none of you are in a position to wait uh, until the cows come home for you to be able to have something work for you. All of you need to have an effort uh, or even expense equal result in 90 days or less. So be very careful who you're listening to, very careful where you're investing your time and your money because you don't get either of those things back. 
Focus on things that are going to put you in a position to make money. And like I had an exchange with somebody, a text, and we'll start on uh, Rule 2 tomorrow, Mm -hmm. um, where he was asking me, Tim, I'm thinking about doing letters or handwritten letters, you know, I'm sure using some sort of machine to expired sellers. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, why don't you call them? And he said, and we went back and forth. I said, you call him. And then he goes, well, I could also, and he said, well, what about handwritten letters? And I go door knock them. And and then he said to me, he goes, "Uh, I should read this to you. He said, I never even thought of calling them. Now, now here's what's what's shocking to me. The reality of it is, is Hmm. the easiest, and I do mean that in the absolute literal sense, the easiest and most direct way for you guys to become listing agents right now in this market are expired listings. Now, remember we were just in Florida. And remember, everyone is saying they're listing sell all the time and sell super fast. Someone was almost trying to say there are no expired listings. Okay, let's do a little homework. On their cell phone, uh, Dan, who was one of the hosts, uh, he went and uh, researched basically how many expireds there have been in the South Florida market. And I think it was maybe a year. It may have been six months. I don't remember. But on the app on his phone, it only went to 5,000. That's right. So it only showed that there were 5,000. But the reality of it was, I bet you, if you guys are in South Florida, search the entire Dade County area, I bet you that there were at least 25 or 30,000 expireds in that market. And yet, the people in that room, nobody was calling. Nobody knew how to do Most it. Most of them don't even know how to do the search that Dan did. Yeah, they didn't even know how to get the phone numbers, right? They don't even know. They didn't even, you guys get the point? There's so many of you, thousands of millions of you that have come into the business in the last 15 years. And you've been told to spend your money on these things that one day, someday, hopefully you'll be famous and people will just think of real estate and think of you. And you bought into all of this. I know it's sexy, it's lovely, it probably it's very seductive because there's nothing associated with that that's going to result in you doing what you don't want to do and you don't no, want to do it at the highest level. it's free, that's for sure. And it appeals to your ego. Oh, I can be famous and then people are going to recognize me being, as being successful and then people will want to be, do real estate transactions. What if that's not true? What if none of it's true? Look, in a market like this, treat it as if it's at least dubious and then focus your energies on the things that are going to put you in a position uh, to help others and make money. And nothing right now, if you want to ask me what the big takeaway is that hopefully all of you are internalizing, have a listing-based business. Know what your magic number is. And right now, more than the you know more than the last 15 years, expired listings are where it's at. By the way, that's one of the first things we're going to teach you to do when you join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or just go to... Uh, obviously, premiercoaching.com. Remember, uh, when texting, message and data rates may apply. We're moving on tomorrow to uh, rule number two. Hopefully, oh, rule number three. Oh, yeah, you're right. Rule number three. Okay. So you guys will love rule number three. And uh, we're going to get more into the protection of your wealth once you've created it uh, starting tomorrow. So you guys have a great day. I'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.